0: Oaxaca, we haven't been to. Oaxaca. So Oaxaca.
1: Oaxaca. Oaxaca yeah. is like...
0: Oaxaca. Oaxaca <laughs> is like that, that <laughs> yeah. muppet. Waka, waka, waka. This is the final for The Extra Pack
1: of Peanuts Travel Podcast. Episode 319. In Germany, there's no punishment for a prisoner who tries to escape from jail because it's a basic human instinct to be free. Now, isn't that just the perfect way to start out our location independent month? Heather and I have done all different types of traveling, from fast travel, where we're bumping around every day or two, seeing as much as possible, to expat life, where we're actually living in another country for multiple years, and then, of course, kind of that hybrid, which is slower travel, where you're staying in a place, maybe you have a home base, maybe you're there for a couple weeks, a couple months, something like that. And for each one of those types of travel, there are different places that I prefer. So some places are really awesome for slow travel, some places when I get to I really I want to fast travel through. And today we're going to talk about where the places are that we love to slow travel through. But no matter what type of travel I'm doing, no matter where I am, I always use the same luggage. And that's why I love my Tortuga backpacks because it's perfect. Whether I'm doing fast travel, slow travel, whether I'm an expat, it doesn't matter. They have something for all different types of travel. So you can check that out over at TortugaBackpacks.com. Don't forget to use that promo code EPOP. That's E-P-O-P all capital letters. That'll get you 10% off your entire order. One, two, three. I'll show
0: you Paris in the I'll show you Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Heather Sherry, and joining me today is the man who is never happy unless he's traveling basically every month.
1: That is a very true statement. Very true statement. Are you going to introduce who I am?
0: Travis Sherry. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.
1: That is very true. I, I... Yes, it's very true.
0: If we're somewhere for three months, Trav gets an itch. He just he just can't handle it. He needs to go. He needs to plan. He needs to, you know, just you're kind of unhappy unless we're on the go. And I don't even think that we spent three straight months in our own home. I really don't think we have. I, I, take, a, I take
1: a little bit of offense to the word unhappy. I'm just <laughs> restless. Grass is greener.
0: Grass is greener.
1: I wouldn't say I'm necessarily unhappy. I just... Okay, I get yes, excitable you're right, about going right. to a lot of places. I wouldn't
0: you're not unhappy. You're not miserable. You're not depressed. You're just restless. You are a nomad. You really are. I mean, you enjoy, of course, having our home and, you know, having your yes. office and all of those things, but give it a couple weeks and you're like, okay, what's next? What's next? You're like a little kid. You're like a like a hamster in a cage. Like, where are we going? Where are we going? I am going? like
1: a hamster in a cage who just wants to get out. And that's the that's kind of the reason for this podcast. It came about because We're talking about location independence, and this is Location Independence Month at Extra Pack of Peanuts. And the reason we're doing that is because we're leading up to our biggest project of the year, the Paradise Pack. And that is a project where we bundle together all the world's best resources, so courses and eBooks and things like that. We put them all together in a bundle sale. Jason Moore and I from Zero to Travel, we're the co-founders of that. We put them all together, and we sell at a deeply discounted price so that you can have the resources you need in order to either A, become location-independent. Or B, if you are location-independent, keep that train moving. Keep it going so that it can be a life. A and life that it's style. not something that happens for you and then you have to go back and not be able to be location-independent. Yeah, so, so
0: whether you're on the road 24-7 every day traveling the world for a year or a couple of months or you're like us and you have a home base and you take trips you know, every month or <laughs> every other month as it may be. And so for me, what, what came about
1: was the fact that when we were traveling a lot, and I, meant, and I mean nomadic, and we were bouncing around quite a bit, it was really fun. But we both knew, and you knew more like this sooner than I did, but I've come to realize as well that we didn't want to be nomadic, but we did want to be location independent. And to me, that looks like a couple months in one place, maybe a couple months in another place, like getting to dive into the culture enough but then getting to move on. And so for me, that's, that's right now my dream of location independence or my location independent dream is to spend a, a month or two somewhere and then move on and spend a month or two somewhere else and then maybe come back to our home base here. like Have a home base, but have a few places around the world that we like and then obviously explore new places, but in bigger chunks of time. And so this question came about, we were sitting here talking and I always dream of, I think in my mind, it's pretty easy. Three months, three months, three months, three months. Three months. Like if you cut the year in the the quarters and you said all right for 3 months we're going to be here for 3 months we're going to be here for 3 months we're going to be here and i started thinking where are those top places in the world that i would want to be be for 3 months and so the rules of this little game that we're going to play today and we want you guys to play along with us cuz we're going to give you our list is that you would be this you would be in this place for 3 months but, and you could travel from it. It's okay. not like you... Because
0: ha- that wasn't actually defined when I was making my list. And some of the places I was like, man, it'd be hard to stay in just like this one town or this one city right. for three whole months because we don't even do that at
1: home. It wasn't like you are not confined okay. to, to the city limits or the limits of that place. It would be like, hey, you're going, a you're going to rent or an apartment here. Okay. Yeah, well, you're going to rent an apartment here for three months and then... You're gonna travel you can travel from there, but that is your home base for three gotcha. months. Gotcha. Okay. Same as like right now Philly area when we're at home. This is our home base and we can go from here. So as we're playing along, the question for you guys is right now, if same if someone came up to you and said, Tomorrow, I could take you to any place in the world and drop you there and you're gonna be there for three months. Where is it that you would wanna be? And for a lot of and for us, babe, a lot of us now that we're location independent, a lot on my list are kind of these location independent like hot digital spots. nomad hotspots yeah. because they have good internet, and yes. good infrastructure. And, and mine and are
0: somewhat like that as well. I mean, definitely half of my list are pretty, pretty big hotspots for for digital nomads.
1: Yeah. So and again, uh, we do have a few rules here with this list. The first rule is that we we have had to have been there before. So not that we've had to be there for three months because none of these places, I think on our list, we've been there for no. three months, but we have had to be there before so it can't just be places that we haven't been yes we are going to throw those in the honorable mention and we each have a few places we haven't been that we think would be really cool to bunk in for for three months so that's how we're going to phrase uh this whole theme of today's show if you could get sent somewhere and you live there for three months where with would you with the ability,
0: be? To, with bounce the ability around. to
1: bounce around from there but but it is Bounceability. your home ability bounce but you're work like you're working living and yes. able to travel yes. off gotcha. of that. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So yeah, as we do this location independent month, if you guys are interested, locationindy.com. Also theparadisepack.com. If you're not on the, either of those email lists, go and get on one. Um, go to the paradise pack.com dot com. Get on that email list because we've got a lot of free goodies and a lot of free material in May leading up to the Paradise Pack, which is May 29th through June 4th. That's when we're uh, selling the Paradise Pack. Leading up to it, you've got a lot of free goodies coming your way. We're doing a lot of cool stuff over there on the email list. So if you're just a podcast listener and you've never been on the email list, go to theparadisepack.com, get on the email list. And let's rock and roll. Location Independent Month. Heth, starting with your honorable mentions, Where would you go for three months?
0: So, I kind of have some outliers here. I mean, I have one outlier that I think will be a little surprising. And that's a place in the United States that I have never been to. And I think it's cool. It's not a digital nomad hotspot. Okay. (laughs) It's Charleston, South Carolina. All right. I mean, I just...
1: Nice little slow pace of life.
0: Yeah, slow pace of life. I've never been there. I mean, I think we've driven past the exit. I mean, I know we have driven past the exit on the highway, driving to Florida before. But And just that whole general region, because I love Savannah and we've been to Savannah before. And just like those little southern towns that are really cool and historical. Charleston is very historical. And then you could go to the beach if you want. I just... Yeah, that would be that's, cool. That's kind of—I don't know if that's a weird choice or not, but no, I, I think, think it's cool.
1: I mean, it's unique. I wouldn't have guessed you picking that. but well, I, I would have guessed myself picking yeah. it for you, but I agree I that would be neat. And I do think the cool part about this list is that it's different from saying where would you want to visit right now, because yes. you have to take into the account. You know, you're going to be there for three months. Mm-hmm. You can go off of that. But we're not talking about going and taking huge trips. Oh, I'm in Charleston. I'm going to fly to Italy. No, it's no, like... No,
0: What's that around area, what's that around it? area? It, exactly. And
1: would it be interesting enough and good enough for three months? And some of them, I think you'd go to and you'd say, this is really interesting. and would keep my interest for three months. Yeah. And someone would be like, well, this is going to slow me down. Yes, Charleston is exactly. one of those. exactly. Slow me down I'm for three months. I'm actually going to get
0: a lot of work done here, but it's going to be beautiful and it's new. And so therefore it's exciting. And that is the only one on my list that is in the United States. Okay. So I'm do you sure have any you, other honorable mentions? My other honorable mentions are places that we haven't been to, of course, Chile. Okay. Still want to go there. I imagine I could find a lot to do there in a couple of months. For sure. And then Costa Rica. It doesn't necessarily have to be Costa Rica, but Central America. I think Costa Rica, a lot of people go there because it's very cool and has beautiful beaches and relatively cheap. You know, it's popular. So that makes it a little um, more expensive than other places like maybe Nicaragua and Guatemala. But
1: on my list as well, Costa Rica was on there. And it was the exact same caveat that you put out. I don't know because you've never been there. So I can't say Costa Rica instead of Nicaragua or Guatemala, but somewhere in that region. Yes. By a beach or on a beach.
0: And I think the infrastructure is there is more infrastructure there. So if you're going to be working and, you know, things like that, it'll be a little easier. So that
1: All right. So my honorable mention, same. Costa Rica or that area. And we are planning on doing that next winter with Jason. We're planning on getting a few houses down there and bunking down for like two months. A house
0: for us and a house for him.
1: Right. A house for his family, (laughs) a house for our family, hopefully right next to each other, and bunking down somewhere in Costa Rica, Guatemala, Nicaragua. So if you guys have actual... Actually, if you have advice or recommendations, shoot us a a tweet at Pack of Peanuts because we have never been to that area. So we're looking for somewhere not too off the beaten path, but not super touristy, on a beach, preferably... Where we can get like a little villa and a little place and just really enjoy life and kick back there. So if you if you know of some of those places in Central America, let us know. We are wide open to suggestions.
0: Because Absolutely. We know
1: nothing. Um two other honorable mentions for me. Also fall in South America, then similar to Chile for you. Buenos Aires and Montevideo, mm-hmm. uh, the two capitals of Argentina and Uruguay, respectively. Buenos Aires, I've just always really wanted to go. I know you
0: have. I can't believe we haven't been yet. And I feel like
1: it'd be a city you could spend three months in because it's a big enough city and there's a lot going on. And Medellin, Colombia. Colombia as a whole, I would like to go to. And Medellin, you know, land of eternal spring, hard to beat. Um, When I was thinking of this list, I took weather into account some, but I didn't necessarily say, wait, what's it going to be from May, June, July exactly? But if you can give me the eternal spring, like of all time um like all the time that would be great so those are my three honorable mentions and now we're going to get into our top each one of us has a top eight so we have 16 places and we don't know each other's lists. so heth counting towards the best one your number eight where would you want to go three months Jeannie comes up all right tomorrow you're leaving you got three months in this place what's your number eight
0: it's thailand i'm just gonna throw it right out there It could be higher. It could even be number one. But we've been there so many times. The only reason it's not number one is because I'd rather spend more time in other places. But it's obviously an awesome spot to be... A digital no matter, location Specific
1: place in Thailand or just you're going to say? Well, I like
0: Koh Lanta a lot because it's a bigger island, but it's not as crowded, although it's getting more crowded as with all places because just more people are traveling. But the Wi-Fi is good. The beaches are beautiful. It, uh, great Wi-Fi. Great Wi-Fi.
1: Especially Koh Lanta. And then
0: obviously Chiang Mai is awesome. We have spent a whole month in Chiang Mai before and, you know, it was great. Probably
1: the longest we've ever spent in one place was when we spent a whole month in Chiang Mai uh, when we were traveling, other than living in Japan and obviously right. living here. Yeah, in
0: and it's great, but again, it doesn't have the beach. So Thailand as a whole, but I would split my time probably between sometime in Chiang Mai and then sometime in the, more and time in the islands probably. That's
1: the beauty of it is that it's so easy to get around there. You hop on a $30 AirAsia flight from the Chiang Mai airport and you're in Koh Lanta. Well, you're not flying the Koh Lanta, but you know, you're in Krabi or whatever. And you're taking a ferry to Koh Lanta like in no time. So cool. Great pick. Um, my number eight is Ljubljana in Slovenia. <laughs> really? I okay, Three months. Two reasons why this is not okay. higher. One, we were just there. So sometimes when you're just somewhere, it, it ranks higher. And sometimes I'm like, well, if a genie really came to me right now, I wouldn't have to go back there because we were there only, what, six months ago, um, seven months ago, I guess. So, you know, the other thing is, and I think you said like really three months. It's pretty small.
0: It's very small.
1: That being said, you're so close to so many other things.
0: Other countries, though. Other countries, so which you could travel so, I, to. I, all right. I wasn't sure. It's not to, that you can't travel
1: internationally. You're just not like, you're not taking far flung trips right. from here. It's, it's anything
0: I mean, yes, that you could, you could drive, I guess. Drive, hop on a train, Austria, whatever. Austria, Croatia, whatever. So, Budapest. I, I, Budapest.
1: Oh, we've never been. No, but I guess that's got to be an honorable yeah, mention. Yeah, should have been Everyone we mention. know loves Budapest. We haven't been. So, all right. That has been honorable mention. So, Ljubljana for me, number eight. It's awesome. It is a little too small, so I would be getting out quite a bit. Um and I was just there, so that's why that's number eight for me.
0: Yeah. I gotcha. Number seven for me is Barcelona. Okay. Because just awesome. I mean, yeah great, great, city. great city, beautiful beach which we didn't get to enjoy cuz we were there in January, but I imagine, you know, even if we were there January, February, March, I it's still a great place to be if you're even if you're not there in the summer. Such good food.
1: Pretty cheap, Pretty Re- cheap especially relatively f- when cheap when you're talking Western Europe.
0: Yes. Yes, and you could find a great apartment there. You know, we were pretty far north in um, Gracia, Gracia neighborhood. And you know, there were tons of Airbnbs up there. We we rented an Airbnb from our friend, so it was really affordable. But some awesome options for accommodations, great food.
1: Then we could go to Blavis.
0: Walkability. Our best yeah. meal
1: of 2017. Yeah. yeah.
0: And you could always just like jet to one of the islands. if You know, still right. part of Spain.
1: Still right. Of Spain. No, Barcelona is a fantastic answer. And it's a big city. So yes. you have sporting events. You have concerts. You Breweries. have a lot going through. But it, it's, I like the feeling it's a huge city, but it's manageable. Yes. Um, that's one of the big things for me. Yeah. Barcelona is... Would yeah, be great. And I
0: think the neighborhoods in Barcelona are really cool that you could just bunk down and feel like a local.
1: Definitely. And on top on top of that, they do have a pretty big a certainly a growing digital nomad community. Not that I wouldn't necessarily need to be around other digital nomads all the time, but that is fun in certain areas, especially if you're somewhere for 3 months. You want to be around other people who are same vibe, maybe they're not there all the time, they're not exactly local, but they know it and they're like you know, they're of the same mindset. So that's pretty cool. Uh, My number seven is San Diego. We only spent a week in San Diego and I loved it. Similar to Barcelona in the way that I like the different neighborhoods. um, Not as walkable, of course, but how can you go wrong with good weather, people being outside, good beer, and good beaches? There's The only downside to San Diego for three months is that it's expensive so for accommodations you're probably going to pay a pretty penny um but other than that i mean i give me three months in san diego i mean i i could we could do another podcast of places we would want to live like quote unquote full time i guess although this is about as close at this we're going to get to like living full time because we're location dependent yeah so we don't have to stay somewhere 365 days a year but san diego yeah and why wouldn't you want to be in san diego for three months
0: I don't know why you wouldn't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I have a my- feeling it might be coming on your list because it's not, you're not it's talking about it. It's not on my it. list. No, okay. I'm
0: just... I. When we were there, I didn't get to enjoy That's as much true. of the frivolity as you, <laughs> and it was a little bit cold. So, you know, yeah, your, your impression I wasn't swimming yeah, you or were, anything like that.
1: And you were pregnant, and, and you didn't pregnant. get to eat I was eat very 99- newly
0: pregnant, and so I was sick, and I didn't get to eat and drink and all those fun things. Dude, but you didn't yes. get to
1: drink Modern Times beer, and you no. didn't get to eat 99 cent fish tacos. No. If you would have done that,
0: geez. it would have sealed the deal for me. Sealed the deal. A place that I do love and probably also has 99 cent tacos Tulum. Mexico. That's your number six. That's my number six. And I mean, it doesn't have to just be Tulum, but I've we've never been to Oaxaca and that whole area. It's not next to Tulum, but easily accessible. And a
1: digital nomad. Like and a digital nomad you, When you're in the nomad space, I everyone's couldn't, like, Oaxaca.
0: Yeah. Oaxaca, we haven't been to. So Oaxaca. Oaxaca. <laughs> yeah. like, Oaxaca. 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 Oaxaca is like... Oaxaca. Oaxaca
1: is <laughs> like that, that <laughs> yeah. Muppet.
0: Waka, waka, waka. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, we've never been to that part of Mexico. Um, it's not near the ocean, so for me, I would I would bunk down in Tulum, and I'd probably make a like the a, a trip to Huaca. How do you say it?
1: Oaxaca? Oaxaca? Let's just stop saying <laughs> it. You're going to Tulum. 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 My number six is a place that I have spent more time in than probably anywhere else. I not consistently, but probably out of the cities. On my list, I've spent more time here, and that Cities. would be Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Okay. So last summer, we spent three weeks there. We've I spent, knew this would be on your list. Yeah, a week there every summer for a while. I've been there a few other times. I love Portland. I would move to Portland. I would make my home base Portland. You have
0: never been to Portland in the winter, just saying. I have
1: been in the fall, though.
0: Yeah, that's not the winter. Trav complains about winter in Philadelphia. Yeah,
1: so winter in Portland would also suck, but <laughs> I mean, I've spent... it's. Okay, so it's rainier and overcast. Here, it's snowier and overcast. Like, whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't... That's why location independence rules. <laughs> because here's what I would do. I would be in Portland for the great months, mm-hmm. summer. Yeah. And then, you know, come winter, I'd be like, oh, we're going to flip continents. And we're going to go down to yeah. Central America. Yeah, totally. So if you told me, hey, three months, Portland, Oregon, I would love it. We spend a lot of time there. We have a Portland destination diary episode we them. have two of them we have one that we did and then we did one with Sean Ogle from Location Rebel and he's a Portland native so he knows a ton of stuff there um it's just there's so much to do great outdoor stuff great beer great food
0: yeah it's awesome I it, love Portland as well and I would easily spend three months yeah
1: in. and I would say it it's not as high on my list as some of the other places because we have spent so much time that I'm like all right like give me something mm-hmm, new but mm-hmm. it really ticks all the boxes for me If you're there, when it's nice weather.
0: Gotcha. My number five is interesting because I put this on my list before we just recorded our Florence Destination Diary and rekindled our love for the country of Italy. Because my number five is Italy, in parentheses, Florence or Tuscany. Just because... I love it so much there. This would be and, one of those
1: slow-you-down type.
0: Yeah, slow-you-down yes. I mean, and, and not necessarily because you could jet to Rome or you know take the train up to Milan or Venice. I mean, basically anywhere because it's so easily accessible to other major cities. And also places that we haven't even been to in Italy. We've never been to Cinque Terre. We've never been to the Amalfi Coast and all these places. I could easily spend three months there. It's just... I absolutely love Tuscany. I love the food. I love the vibe. I love the countryside. The wine—it's great. It is now. Trav mentioned that when we were talking about this, that the internet isn't the best.
1: That yeah, I think one of the things holding Italy back from being a digital nomad hotspot is and and is the internet. And you know, not that Italy needs to be a digital nomad hotspot. They have plenty of tourists, but it's. The internet is really tough there. I don't know why, compared to some other countries around. And it.
0: maybe this is maybe this has been updated since then, because when we looked back through our notes, we hadn't been there actually since 2014. So perhaps it's improved. I still am crossing in my Italy fingers. Not
1: the best, crossing but my fingers. Uh, like San Diego, why wouldn't you want to spend three months in Florence, use as a base, pop all around? I yeah. mean, even if you just spent three months just in the Tuscany region weren't allowed to go out of its boundaries, you'd have plenty to do. If you're allowed to touch the rest of Italy, and uh, dude, it's so much to do for such a small country. Love it. Love that answer. My number five is not as exotic or cool. Well, not as exotic, but a place that I'm kind of on a roll here with the U.S. destinations. Can I guess?
0: Is it Boulder? Is it Colorado in general?
1: It's it's not Colorado in general. It's Denver.
0: Denver. Um, Okay. Denver? Yeah, well... I
1: mean, over Boulder? I've been to Boulder more. I like Boulder, but everyone else loves Boulder. So for me, Boulder is one of those places that even though I enjoy, I don't like it as much as everyone else seems to. Denver, I haven't spent as much time. So I just thought Denver because it's bigger. I, I don't know I mean that whole area Denver I, with Boulder, you. I Colorado. would I would
0: probably rather spend time in Denver just because I feel like there'd be more to do
1: right now Boulder being 45 minutes outside of Denver hey a concert comes that we want to go see we can do it oh a sporting event comes through so Boulder has the benefit of being so Proximity. close to Denver that you could just come right in I just I just think the Denver Boulder area I mean obviously then you get out into the mountains whether it's the thing I love about this is whether it's winter or whether it's summer you're gonna have stuff to do like it's going to be beautiful in the summer to go out and go hiking it's going to be awesome in the winter because you're going to have all the skiing at your doorstep so for me denver would be a great place i've been to boulder quite a bit but we haven't ever spent a real extended period there i think the longest well that's not true we were in breckenridge for a month almost a whole month so i i misspoke that might have been the place that we've been the longest because we did a month there and then a couple weeks there and i loved it i could live i mean even if i let's say i'm not saying denver i could i could live in breckenridge we did for a month mm-hmm and that's kind of a cool, if you're in a mountain town, whether it be Breckenridge or Frisco or any of those towns out there, that was really neat because then you can get to Denver in an hour and a half if you want, but it's pretty kickback, mm-hmm. pretty low-key. Really, yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously, great vibe. People. Just Colorado kind. is
0: a great state. There's a reason a lot of people transplant themselves there.
1: Yeah, and that's a, one of the cool things about location independence and this growing movement of people is that you see the places that are getting popular. Denver and Boulder, you know, Colorado as a whole, San Diego, these Austin. places, Austin, it's because people can now move there because they don't have to be tied to somewhere for their job. So you're seeing the places that are fun and exciting for for people growing, 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 for good and bad. Uh, the good is that there's a lot of stuff to do there and there's a lot of cool people there. The bad is that home prices are jacked up and, you know, kind of takes away from the locals every once in a while, but it's happening because People can pick where they want to live. And if they can pick, they're going to those places. Yeah, It's
0: a pretty exciting time to be a location independent.
1: Location independent. Hashtag location independence.
0: Number four.
1: I don't know why hashtag location
0: Because <laughs> it's trending. Sure. It's Location Independent Month.
1: It's trending right before the Paradise <laughs> Location Independence Month. May!
0: Number four is Croatia. Probably you would assume this would be on my list, as it's my favorite country in the world. I could easily spend months there. Maybe even years. I don't know. I love it. It's great. There's beach. There's mountains. There's wine. There's cheese. There's... Fresh seafood. Fresh seafood. There's it's... a
1: place called Popeye's that is a great little... Uh, <laughs> Great little street side shack that you can get right in Split, dude.
0: Two euro pizzas. I know it's it's amazing. We went there almost daily, but yeah, I just it's a great place and it's not that expensive. The Wi Fi remember being pretty good. I don't think we had any trouble with it, and you can easily escape the mainland and go to an island if you want i think There's it's a lot pretty of... reasonable to even rent a boat for a couple of days and just
1: and we have never even been to zagreb so we yeah, have only like done the, yeah
0: we've never even been to like the biggest city
1: right which i hear has a pretty awesome cafe culture you know of a medium-sized city yeah it's got a lot going on it's got a pretty young vibe now mm-hmm. to it We've never even been there. We've just been on the southern coast, which yeah. in, in an three istria. months on the Croatian yeah. southern coast. Yeah, I could do Thank that. Thank
0: you. Yes, please. Thank
1: you. Check, check. Yep, I'll take that. My number four, we're heading back to Europe for me as well. And this was one that started as number two on my list and then kept getting bumped, but not for any fault of its own. Like It's the one that I've gotten to finally now my top four that I was having a very hard time picking between 2 3 and 4. Okay. I knew my number 1 and the ones that I already gave you Ljubljana, San Diego, Portland and Denver, I knew those weren't going to be at the top because I've either been to them or they're mm-hmm. not as
0: Yeah. You know,
1: a genie I'm like this isn't exotic enough. My number 4 is really tough that it's number 4 because I love it and I would spend three months here in a heartbeat. That is Lisbon and really yes we only spent a couple I days in lisbon put portugal on my list portugal was a fantastic country that i would love to explore it's small so you could do a ton of you know you could you can go in between porto and lisbon i was having a hard time deciding between porto and lisbon i pick lisbon because i think if we're doing three months lisbon yeah bigger, it's bigger more going on but you pop up to porto you go down the coast you go on the silver i think it's the silver coast right there on on the um West Coast, then you go down to the Algarve down at the bottom. Just, I really, really like Portugal. I like it because it's cheap for Western Europe. It's got a lot going on. It's a little under the radar. Great guest houses and Airbnbs and things like that. Good food, good beaches.
0: Yeah, I don't love the food there as much as I do in like Italy and Spain and Croatia. So to me, it's like I don't know. I'm sure we could find amazing places, but when we were in Portugal, it wasn't like the food wasn't okay.
1: I will give you that it wasn't. You're not coming back saying Portuguese food is incredible, blow your mind. Granted, we were only there for like two weeks or week and a half, but I think the food is good, and I think in Lisbon there's going to be a lot of options. Sure. And I just, Lipsman had a really cool vibe to it, d-
0: it. It does. And we should definitely go back because we haven't been in so long. We were, like you said, just there for a week. So. Plus,
1: then you can pop over to the Palace uh, in Sintra, mm-hmm. the Palace yeah. de Pena, which yeah. is just a weird but really cool, cool thing. Very cool. So, lots going on in All Lisbon. All right,
0: cool. My number three is up north.
1: I want to ask you a question hmm. before you get this way. Were any of these hard? You know how I like to like... Put him in tears.
0: Yes, I know how you like to put him in tears. I know how you like to obsess and overanalyze. No, this is how I make my list. It was I just easy. You are like my life. favorite places and the first ones that come to my mind, and those are the top. Okay. And then the the rest of the list, like I get down to my five, six, seven, eight. Those are the ones I obsess over more, and I think, well, they could be really anywhere on my okay. list, but I go with what my gut and my heart says. That's first. cool.
1: I'm just wondering because I just okay.
0: Yeah, because you like think. Hmm, I don't know. Is this b two? Could this be eight? Tier is this one, be two, six? tier three. I don't know. You're insane yeah i I like doing lists that's
1: why i love these list podcasts listicles that's why i love doing them with you
0: (laughs) my number three is vancouver british columbia i feel like i've been talking about this every single podcast for the past year i just love it there i mean it helps some of our best friends in the whole world live there, but that's just a small part because you can drive up to you know the mountains and go to Whistler. You can go to the island, which I absolutely love Vancouver Island. There's so many hikes. There's so many places that you can go. In fact, we don't even hike that much and we're going to try to hike more and be more active, but there's so many opportunities to do that. And for livability for three months, I could just stay right in that little area and be completely happy.
1: Yeah, we stayed there for basically a month in the Mount Pleasant neighborhood. You're you're right, Vancouver, it didn't make my list. I kind of didn't think about it, my Portland is your Vancouver. Yes, or, or, uh, I think so. My Vancouver is Portland. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean. Yes.
0: Like like, you love Portland and I love Vancouver. And I,
1: Right. And I like them both a lot. And they're very similar. Vancouver, obviously a little bigger. So you do have that benefit. I could easily do three months in Vancouver as well. We did a whole month there. And I was, you know, I didn't even hit all the breweries I wanted to go to. So, <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of things that are great about Vancouver. So that'd be a great, great Great place to be. Number three is a little out there. And by out there, I mean geographically we're getting out there. So a whole other part of the world that we haven't hit yet.
0: But you've been there.
1: But we've been there. And you're probably forgetting because it was a long time ago. But my number three is Sydney, Australia.
0: Okay. Yeah, that is...
1: With Sydney... That's smart.
0: That's a smart choice. With Sydney... I kind of wish I would have chosen that. I had
1: to throw this in because we hadn't actually been to this area... But I put Sydney slash Gold Coast. Yeah. We haven't been to the Gold Coast.
0: Not that they're that close.
1: No, but we did... It's a 10-hour
0: drive, maybe? We did
1: Melbourne, Sydney, and then we went up to Cairns. So we skipped over the Gold Coast. But if you were asking me where I would want to be for three yeah. months... I, you're right. Not having been there, I think I would say Brisbane or the Gold Coast here. We have friends there. It's warmer, you know, If you're depending on what season you're there. But I mean, it's it's more mild of a climate. Sydney has awesome beaches. Gold Coast has awesome beaches. So... I had to pick Sydney because we had been there, but right, Australia but really, would be awesome. Yes.
0: And I, you know what? That should be my number one because that sounds amazing. I want to go. I mean, three months, like Sydney, world-class. You don't world even class. tap.
1: There's not even anything to really say because uh, if you've been to Sydney, you know yeah. why we'd want to be there for three months. But world-class city, world-class events, beautiful. The fact that you could rent a place on, like what I'm looking for in a city if I was ever going to live in one yeah, for a long time totally would be is there a beach Yes, on, in this city? Yes. Like, can you literally be in the city and at the beach? And with Sydney, you can do that. With Tel Aviv, you could do it. Barcelona. I mean, there's very few places that yeah, have a world-class city. Sydney and
0: has many beaches.
1: Many beaches, tons of amenities, Yeah, fun, clean. The only downside to Sydney would be it's not that exotic if you're an American going to Australia you and know, it's
0: not that cheap either
1: well and the other major downside is yeah it's, it's expensive ex- it's expensive so um, that's a little tough so but other than the expensiveness and the fact that eh, it's not super exotic but we haven't been to Australia in so long that if a genie told me that right now, I'm having a hard time actually seeing why this is three. It could be too. number one. I
0: can't believe that wasn't even on my radar. I mean, it should be my well, number one. You forget about it a little I just, bit. It's I so kind of really away. forgot that we did that so long ago. I just kind of j- lump it in with our Japan time. 2012. It's yeah, been
1: 2011 weird. to
0: 2012, we were there. Or, yeah, Through excuse the new me, year.
1: 2011 into 2012. Yeah, so yeah. it has been Wild. a good six wow. years ago. So. That's
0: crazy. Um, Sydney...
1: Gold Coast, we're coming for
0: you. Yeah, we are. Whew. Sounds good. My number two is a place that Trav and I both loved. And Trav said was his favorite city or one of his favorite cities. Cape Town? It's Cape Town.
1: I When I had nine and you made me get it down to eight, well, I originally had 10 and yeah. I combined two. You'll see the next one, the ones I combined. I took Cape Town off there. I don't know why. No. I love it as a city, but I think three
0: months... But this is the thing. You said we don't have to stay there for three right. months because driving up to the wine country. Oh, yeah. Oh, we been working really hard this week. Let's just take a 45 minute drive and stay at a beautiful little B&B in wine country. Uh, that sounds amazing it
1: does sound amazing it's
0: so awesome i love south africa i love the whole region of cape town we did not do johannesburg or anywhere in the north actually but we did cape town and then we drove all along out to um bay as far as we went and i love what? i love that's a beautiful beach just so fun really good vibe good food good people good coffee
1: Right. Playing devil's advocate, because I did say it's probably my favorite city in the world. So so if you knew that and you listen to all our podcasts, which some of you guys do, shout out. Awesome. Love when we get emails saying we've listened to all your podcasts. And you're like, well, wait, why isn't Cape Town on your list? Because spoiler, it isn't. So I'm glad you brought it up. That was the one place when I was looking at it, I thought living here different than visiting here. Not in a bad way, but in my head, I kind of just thought... I I could definitely do three months. And if you told me we're going to Cape Town for three months, and I've actually told you I've wanted to do that Mm -hmm. before, I would do it. But three months felt a little long because you're pretty isolated down there. And Cape Town's a big city, but there's only certain parts you want to go to. And so I felt like it could possibly get a little boring. I doubt it. But possibly, Possibly. then you bring out the fact that we just go out to wine country for like a weekend and stuff. Drive
0: to one of the coastal. It was on my list originally, so that's the only reason it's not on there. That's fine. That's fine. Or if it
1: was, it's ranked. And again,
0: it was very high on my list, but I don't analyze my list. I just go with what I remember and think of first. Totally fine. So that's how my list comes about. That's
1: why I love talking about it. We each come from different perspectives, and I again, let's do it. If you say we're going Cape Town three months cool i'll hike
0: i mean we each have eight things if we were and we haven't overlapped in yet. eight eight places that's like a couple of years time. and surprise
1: that's right if 16 if we did four a year we this is four years worth of places yes um and we haven't overlapped yet which is surprising i know we but we're gonna we overlap right now with my number two and these are the ones i combined chiang mai okay. slash colon. okay going to thailand I, you know, I could have said Bangkok, although I don't. I wouldn't want to no. be in Bangkok for three months; too busy. Chiang Mai is the perfect digital nomad hotspot. The reason it's, in my mind, I think in a lot of people's minds, the number one place for digital nomads and location independent people, as far as the amount of people there and just the vibe, and is it's easy, great internet, easy to get around, super cheap. I mean, you can get a, a great apartment for two hundred, three hundred dollars a month. You can get a house for four hundred dollars a month, especially if you're running long term you get a scooter for 50 bucks a month, a meal for a dollar every night. So, it's really cheap. So if you are someone who's saying, "Hey, I'm interested in location independence. I kind of want to kick off my journey." This would be the first place that I would send anyone who said, "I want to be location independent. I want to kind of figure it out. Where should I go?" I'd say Chiang Mai. It's going to be cheap. You're not going to have like, you know, big bills on you, and there's going to be a ton of other digital nomads. It's going to be mm-hmm. easy. But it's going to be exotic enough. You can get away from the digital man- nomads. You can go see a lot of local culture. And like we mentioned, you could pop down to the island, mm-hmm. hang down there. So I would do Chiang Mai, Koh I'd be in Chiang Mai for three weeks. I'd go down the islands for three weeks. I'd come back. I'd go back. You know, they're just it's so easy to get around. and so it's much awesome. fun. It's awesome.
0: And the only reason it was lower on my list is because we basically we have done it.
1: We have done it. And so We've done that. I would
0: do it again. Yeah. And I would recommend anyone to do it. But I just... There are yeah, other we, places I'd rather...
1: We have done it. We've done it a lot. We were a month in Chiang Mai. We were, we've we spent over our lifetime... Uh, we've been to Koh twice. Mm-hmm. And then we've been to the uh, Koh before. And we've also been to Koh on the other side. So we've done a lot of Thailand. It was high for me because we haven't done it in a while. It's true. It's true. And I feel like Chiang Mai, Breckenridge, because we spent some time mm-hmm. there... If you drop me in those places, they're like a second home almost yes. at this point because we spend enough time there that we know what's going on yeah. and stuff will change, but it's easy. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't feel weird at Absolutely. all. Be like, oh, I'm, this is this is comfortable to me. So Chiang Mai, Koh Lanta. Well,
0: my number one rolls right on in to Thailand because... Drum roll, please, It's in the, same, it's in the same part of the world. I just happen... It's not that I like it more than Thailand but it's more my vibe than thailand and we're talking about bali i love this, bali
1: this okay i would say if we're talking digital nomad hotspots yeah. it's either bali or chiang mai if there's if there's anything yep. giving it a run for the money it's that
0: yeah and the only thing that bali has well there's a few things that it has in favor of uh, my favor over thailand um number 1 i feel like the it's it's smaller so you can go like into the jungle and into the beach in one day, whereas in Thailand, it's like you're up in Chiang Mai, and it's not like an epic journey, but you have to get on a flight for sure, or you're going to take a bus. No, thank you. We well, did that a few times. A few one times. time, once or twice. It. Take take the, take the flight.
1: Ask us if you want meet us in person for the Christmas Day story. Yeah. Our yeah. Christmas Day in Thailand not the best.
0: Not the best. So it's just a little bit harder to get in between, you know, like the digital nomad hotspots of Chiang Mai and like the islands. Whereas in Bali, you've got Ubud in the middle, and then you know it's just a couple, couple hours, hours,
1: three out, hour, two hours. You, know, three you rent hours, a taxi,
0: whatever. and that's just to get down to like the Seminyak area, Kangoo, and, and, whatever. And but you can go even to closer beaches on the west, or the, sorry, the east side, uh, or the west side. But there's just, I mean, it's all it's all amazing. Plus, you've got the Gili Islands that we've never been to. Or I would like to go to. It's awesome. I love the food in Bali. It's fresh. It has all that Australian influence. I mean, the local food's awesome too. Don't get me wrong. We always go to those little places that I can't. more. Yeah, yeah warung. Warungs, warungs that are like the little. You know, you just pick from a glass case of, like, all the food.
1: Those are awesome, too. Oh, they're so good. You you get, you just, like, everything's, you get a huge bite. you like, two of those, three <laughs> yeah, of those, yeah. four of those, and then all of a sudden, they're like, that's $2.50. Like, cents. I had
0: forgotten about that. Oh, Warren, I, I Mara, love, so good. And I love, love, love that type of food, just kind of picking and choosing. And then I also love the fresh, you know, healthy Australian influence of, like, the smoothie places and the coffee and the flat whites. And, like, it's just, they make food, like, an experience, but it's healthy and you feel good. It's kind of like California, like how everybody in California likes to get outside and surf and exercise and eat healthy. Bali is like that to me, but cooler because people are doing yoga and they're like healthy, but then they also, you know, want to have fun and just chill out and hang out. And I just, I like the the art scene there. I just,
1: I always want to hate on Bali. Like I didn't put on my list and like, ah, it's Bali. But then when you actually bring up the, like the the experiences we've yes. had there. I'm like, You're right. It is awesome. It is and I did awesome. Love it. It's getting a little overgrown with digital nomads for my liking. Well in Ubud, so in Ubud It's it's getting packed. Yeah. I mean, everywhere you go, it's like cafes and cafes yeah, yeah. and cafes and it's all white people on their laptops. Again, I'm not hating on that. I'm one of them. But it's...
0: It doesn't feel as off the beat. Well, no, it's not off the what beat. what we path. did,
1: and what was cool last time we went to Ubud, and that was three years ago, we got on a scooter, and we took it all the way up to this temple. Like, And as soon as you get 20 minutes out of oh, Ubud, yeah. y- you're in villages that... Not that they've never seen a white person, I'm sure they, they have, have. But, but it's, it's they're like, "What are you doing here?" Yeah. Type thing. So you can get off the beaten path very easily, which is nice. And you're right. There's a lot of mm-hmm. the, the one thing to Bali that I don't like as much, and maybe is we have to go back and experience this a little more, dive a little deeper. The beaches, they're dude, they're great beaches, but I, they didn't live up to the hype to me. I thought we were going to have these absolutely gorgeous, pristine beaches, and then. You get on some of them, I'm like, eh, it's okay. Yeah, maybe I'm being a little too hard on them. Maybe we're just not in the right areas. But
0: well, we've been to some pretty awesome beaches, and it's, some of the Thai beaches are just they're gorgeous with the colors of the water. And even when we were in um, Corsica, I mentioned how beautiful the beaches were there. So I, it's not like they the beaches in Bali aren't exactly the like aqua tropical beach that you imagine right. at least the ones that and, we've been to like in Seminyak mostly
1: right and maybe if you, and again Pete, we've heard really great things about Gili Island yeah. so if you get out there it's probably different um so yeah again if you plot me down in Bali I wouldn't be upset but just like your mine is Portland yours is Vancouver yeah. yours is Bali mine is, is Thailand. Thailand and it's just uh, there's something about it that's mm-hmm. a little bit of a difference um that's hard to explain hopefully we we did explain it here a little bit but Bali's cool And I would like to explore outside of Ubud, Seminyak, those main areas. I would really like to get up and see more of Bali and then some of the islands around it. If you guys want a good podcast, not because I was a good host, because it was one of the first ones I did, I think it was like episode 30. But if you're thinking about Southeast Asia at all, I did one with a guy named Stuart McDonald, who's a fantastic guy. He runs a site called Travelfish.org. If you want to know anything about anywhere in Southeast Asia, go to his site. He's got a bunch of writers now. It's huge. But it is the ultimate guidebook to Southeast Asia. And he had been to 33 different Thai islands. He now lives in Bali. The guy knows a ton. So if you're interested in that part of the world, because we mentioned a lot of that as Digital Nomad Hotspots, definitely check out Travelfish.org. Plug for him. And we have a podcast where I did an interview with him, which I think was pretty good. But... Probably after a lot of editing because I wasn't (laughs) as good back then. That was 250 some episodes ago. So check that out. Um, My number one, can you venture a guess as to what my number one is? A place I've always said, if I could spend more time here, it would move up my rankings of favorite cities. And I loved it in the summer. And it's a city in Europe, it's a pretty big city. Oh,
0: Berlin.
1: Berlin. Uh,
0: Yeah, I would have thought of that sooner, but. You didn't have it on a different list that we were just doing. So Berlin
1: I, is my number one. Oh, the
0: summer destination. You didn't have it I on there. So I thought I maybe talk it about had Berlin. fallen from your favor. No,
1: I talk about it has not fallen from my favor. I still pine for Berlin. The, the three days we stayed there in the summer were epic. I love the fact that you can bike everywhere. The food's great. It's a super young vibe. It's hip. Uh, It's cheap and there's so much. I mean, it's a huge city with obviously many, many different districts and the history there is, you know, as you well know, Heth, that's why it's so different between East and West Berlin and all that. It
0: is a very cool spot.
1: Very cool spot. And the weather is fantastic in the summer. So for me, if you said, hey, you could be anywhere for three months, I mean, that has been a dream of mine for the last couple of years. If you guys have listened to the podcast, you know, is to get an apartment in Berlin and make it a home base. And especially, because if we're talking about being able to travel from it, I mean, you wouldn't have yes. to travel from Berlin for three at all for three months and have fun. But you can get so many places and trains and planes. I mean, the world is open up to you. It's, you know, it's in the epicenter of a lot of cool stuff to do in Europe. Yeah.
0: And for me, like every place I chose had an ocean or a sea nearby it. And Berlin doesn't. But I have read that you can take the train north and... You're, you know, in the Baltic Sea in between, you know, Scandinavia and the rest of Europe. And there's some cool spots. Like, there are some beachy vibe towns there. Yep. So, for me, it's like if we're sp- staying anywhere for three months, and especially if it's warm weather, like, I have to have access to that.
1: Right. That's the one downside to Berlin um, It that it doesn't have. You know, you're not Barcelona. No. You're not cape town you're not sydney but (laughs) outside of that i would love 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 to go to berlin the city
0: itself is awesome
1: yeah it really is so you guys have it that is our top what is it top 16 places we would want to spend three months in i don't want to call them the digital nomad or location independent hotspots because they're not necessarily that they're the hotspots for us we're location independent we're very fortunate to be we've worked hard to get our life to this this place where we can work from anywhere and thank you all who are listening for the support of all the projects we do, whether it's listening to the podcast, going to the website. Um, Some of you signed up for our Frequent Fire Bootcamp program. Some of you have bought the Paradise Pack in previous years or you're a member of Location Indie. All that stuff allows us to be Location independent, and it really, really is a dream for us. And sometimes that means that we're spending winters in Philadelphia. Even no, we don't want to necessarily because we have stuff going on, like having a kid and all. But the beauty of the location independent lifestyle is that it can form around what you want at that time. We were nomadic for a while and popping around pretty quick. Now we, well, in theory, (laughs) I'm saying for me, want to slow down and do a month or two or three months in a place. And that's what's great about location independence is you can. You can choose to do what you want. It really is total freedom when it comes to that.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. We love this journey and we couldn't do it without all of you. So thank you for that.
1: Thank you, guys. And if you are interested, again, we've got a lot going on during Location Independence Month here on the EPOP podcast. That's because we're building to the Paradise Pack Project. And again, that is a bundle sale of the best teachings and courses that you can have when it comes to either building an online business or how to travel cheaper, everything that's tied up around location independence. The whole goal of the Paradise Pack is to give you a one-stop shop to say, if you're interested in location independence and building this lifestyle, here's the stuff you need. And we even give you a roadmap in there because there's usually 15 to 20 products. And we say, if you're this type of person, start with this product. Absolutely. Because it
0: can be overwhelming when you get all those products. at once. I mean, it's exciting, but it's like... Where do you start?
1: Where do you start? And we give you a roadmap. If you if you don't have any ideas, start with this course and then go to this. If you already have an idea, but you haven't done it, start with this. Yeah, so, you and
0: Jason put a lot of thought in the team members. I've also helped, you know, Tiffany with saying, oh, I think people should start here and do this. And yeah. it's it's really incredible. It's, what is this, it's the year fifth five. year? It's,
1: <gasps> it's our fifth year, which is crazy to think because it was just an idea in Jason's mind. He came to me, do you want to do this? It We changed it around a bit. We launched it having no idea what was happening back in 2013. And uh, it's taken a life of its own. And we have amazing contributors every year and people who promote it. And then, of course, it's awesome the people who get it and the success stories that come from that. Literally, people changing their lives. And every year we get people who are like, I'm four months into the Paradise Pack and I'm already decided to become location independent or I am location independent and all this kind of stuff. So it's fantastic. Check it out. You can see everything that's going to be going on. And what's involved in this year's Paradise Pack, because every year it's different, at theparadisepack.com. Also, make sure that you sign up for the email newsletter list if you're not on it yet. And if you are, just sign up anyway, because we'll know you're on it, and you won't get double signed up uh, through the powers of some good technology. You know, it'll already know you're on there. But we've got a lot of goodies that we're sending out around location independence, totally free. So check that out um, as we celebrate Location Independent Month here at EPOP. That's theparadisepack.com. And the Paradise Pack is on sale this year. One week only then. It's gone forever. That is May 29th through June 4th. So Tuesday, May 29th through Monday, June 4th. And then you cannot buy it. We close the doors and every year, babe, we get people saying, I like, can I get can it? I, I missed it and no. this and that. And we're like, sorry, it's gone. That's it. It's seven days only. And it's 90% off the regular price. So um, that's it. So thank you guys for that. Remember, if you are traveling, if you're location dependent, or you're just traveling around, tortugabackpacks.com, use the promo code EPOP, E-P-O-P. All capitals, 10% off. And if you're looking for cheap flights, don't forget, we got our app out, Jetto, J-E-T-T-O, because I'm spelling everything out today, apparently.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you want them to know jet the right... Two, jet we call Jet2, jet-to. So jetto. Jet
1: where am I jetting to? Jetto, um, totally free. Download it from the App Store at Google Play. Pick your airports. We'll send you amazing, amazing flight deals from those airports that you pick. If you like it, you book it. And you'll get tickets to Europe for 400 bucks. You'll get tickets to Asia for 500, 600 bucks or less. Get tickets across the country in the US for under 200. I mean, we only send out the best deals.
0: Yeah, it's super exciting. And it just like incites the wanderlust in you because you're like, oh, where? We, what's going on today? And you just like scroll through the deals and it's fun. Uh,
1: we had a Jeddo member tell us that the other day. She goes, I haven't booked any deals yet because I haven't worked with my time or anything but I don't care. I just love getting the notifications <laughs> and thinking about where I could go. And I'm like, me too. Yeah. I haven't booked a Jetto deal yet either, but I love getting the notifications. Yeah. I love putting the notifications into the computer. Um, it's always fun. So you can get that Google Play and on the App Store, no matter what device you have, search for the Jetto app, J-E-T-T-O. Thank you guys. As always, again, this couldn't have happened without you. Our life location independence would not be possible without you and your support. And we hope to support you on that journey as well. If that's something you're interested in, and uh, we just, yeah, we really are thankful and feeling very blessed, especially during today's podcast, because we're talking about all the places we could go. And that wouldn't be possible without you and your continued support as always for EPOP and everything we do, especially for the podcast that makes us the number one rated travel podcast on iTunes. So until next time.
0: Happy free travels. I'll see you soon.